Welcome to the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kessel. I'm an integrative health practitioner and certified brain rewiring coach. And on this podcast, I'm going to be diving deep into all things personal growth and development, brain rewiring, health and wellness, and spirituality. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kessel, and I'm so happy for everyone to be here with me another week. So today's episode is going to get into the six reasons that you can't stop emotional eating. But before I get into these reasons that you're not able to stop emotional eating, I wanted to let you know that my signature program, Free from Emotional Eating, is open for enrollment and this is the last week to apply. So if you're somebody that uses food to cope with your emotions, you eat healthy all week, but when you feel anxious or sad or bored, you run to food. If you're struggling with bloating because of the amount of food that you're eating, if you are choosing the cookies over yourself, if you just can't seem to control yourself with your emotions and food is the only thing that's helping you resolve them, then this program is for you. I want you to imagine what your life will be like when you no longer seek food for comfort. Think about all the money that you'll save from those binges and those Uber Eats receipts and all of the time that you're spending feeling those emotions of guilt and shame after you emotionally eat. If you can free yourself from this, how would you feel? You would feel confident and empowered And most of all, you would feel feelings of joy and love for yourself. If you're ready to experience this and feel those high vibrational emotions and to overcome your battle with yourself and food, then this program is for you. In 12 weeks, you'll rewire your brain, overcome your limiting beliefs, and become free from emotional eating. You get weekly live coaching calls that are going to be so fun. We're going to be doing tons of practices and emotional embodiment exercises together to release those emotions. You're going to get weekly video modules, daily messaging access to me, and a community of awesome women and support. So if you're ready to heal from this, The link will be in the show notes with all the information on the program, as well as how to book a call to apply for this. If you have questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at getwellwithmichelle. Don't sleep on this though, because this is the last week to apply and your life can be so different in 12 weeks when you do this deep work that I will guide you through in the program. So stop saying, I'll start tomorrow 
and start choosing yourself and start today. If you have questions or need more information about the program, that's all in the show notes. And that's what the application call is for to make sure if we're a good fit. So that's all in the show notes. And let's get into this episode. So the six reasons that you can't stop emotional eating. Just want to preface this with there are way more than six reasons. I'm just talking about six today for the sake of the episode. So if you're like, there's way more than six, there's reasons on here that I feel that's true. I'm just reflecting six. So there's that. Okay, so the first reason is you are focusing on willpower. Okay, so to break this down, what this can sound like is you can't stop emotional eating because you're using your own motivation and your willpower to try and stop. Something like, oh yeah, I emotionally ate today. I feel all these emotions of guilt and shame, but tomorrow I'll be fine. And that might be true. You might not emotionally eat tomorrow, but what about next week or next month when those same emotions arise? How's your willpower working? That's usually where you get stuck. So instead of relying on willpower, you need to actually work on the subconscious beliefs, thoughts, and actions that create your daily habits. Willpower doesn't work long term. You can use willpower to maybe prolong the time it takes you to emotionally eat. So let's say you get the urge and you're like, I'm using all my willpower. So you go on a walk and then you read a book or whatever and then you still have that urge to emotionally eat. So you do it like two hours later. That's what willpower can do. It can make you hold off, but it doesn't actually change the pattern. That's why you have to go deeper and that's why willpower doesn't work long term. The second reason why you can't stop emotional eating is you're focusing only on changing your conscious thoughts. 90 or 95% of our actions and our lives are operating from our subconscious beliefs. So if you're only working with your conscious mind, that's only about 5 to 10% of your actual daily patterns and actions and thoughts. We're always running on autopilot. So in order to actually make a change and a shift, you need to be working with your subconscious mind. This is where brain rewiring comes into place is because brain rewiring works with the subconscious mind. So in order to stop emotional eating or create other changes, you need to look at your subconscious beliefs and thoughts. And when you're able to shift those, that's when new habits and new actions take place. 
subconsciously you might say, yeah, I'm done emotionally eating. This is the last time. But your subconscious mind really isn't wired for that change. So next time you feel that same uncomfortable emotion, you're on autopilot. So you're going to continue to emotionally eat until you work with the subconscious. We can't really make changes working with our conscious thoughts. This is also why so many people are yo-yo dieting and diets fail on the habit side of it is because consciously they want to change. They want to lose the weight. They want to feel better physically. But their subconscious mind has beliefs that I'm just this way. I'll never change. I'm stuck like this. Whatever it is that you actually believe, and that's what's running the show. So you may always believe, you're like, oh no, I really do want to change. I'm really done with this. But when you are only working with your conscious mind, you're limited to actually making the changes. So you can't actually stop emotionally eating until you work deeper with your subconscious mind. The third reason you can't stop emotionally eating is you think you can do it yourself. How has that been working out for you? You keep saying that you'll stop next time, but you're still here. And I get it. I felt the same way. I thought I could do it myself. But the truth was, I wasn't able to do it until I got support. Not only is support necessary to have when you're going through different emotional stages in your life, but you need support in getting the tools that will actually give you the transformation. So you want to make sure that you're being supported emotionally. You're able to be held and seen by someone, but you're also given the exact roadmap to get to where you want to go. When you think you can do it yourself, you're actively choosing to be in the same place. You're choosing to be in the same place in three months from now, in six months from now, in a year from now. You're choosing to stay the same. What if you chose yourself? What's better, choosing yourself and feeling good in your body, feeling confident, having freedom, feeling like you can take on the world and be free and just feel alive in your body or binging on cookies and spiraling down the feelings of guilt and shame and regret and not loving yourself, looking in the mirror and wishing that your physical vessel was different, which one sounds better? Because choosing to do it yourself and staying stuck is not choosing yourself. So make a decision and decide to choose yourself. The fourth reason you can't stop emotionally eating is 
you're confusing the feeling in your body that's uncomfortable and feels like anxiety for a blood sugar drop. So you're actually experiencing a blood sugar dysfunction versus an uncomfortable emotion. So you want to make sure that your physical body is getting taken care of and that your blood sugar is balanced because some signs of blood sugar dysfunction are very similar to feelings of anxiety. For instance, low blood sugar can feel like irritability, moodiness, low energy, anxiousness, tiredness. So you want to ensure that your physical health is taken under control and that your blood sugar is balanced. So some quick tips to balance your blood sugar are making sure that you're eating stable, sufficient meals like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you're not fasting for too long. 12 to 14 hours is great. You don't need to be doing 16 to 18 hour fasts, especially as a woman. And that can really cause you to feel hangry and cause a dip in your blood sugar, which will cause you to overeat later on. So that's one tip. Another tip is to balance your meals with protein, fat, and healthy carbs. So making sure that you're getting an adequate amount of nutrients with your meals and you're not overindulging in a lot of sugar. So if you do experience a emotional eating binge on sugar, your blood sugar will then spike and then crash. So you want to make sure that you come off the blood sugar roller coaster with a satiating healthy meal full of fiber and veggies and protein and carbs and fat. So that's something that can really be confused for as an emotion is a blood sugar imbalance. So this is why in my program, we will be making sure that your blood sugar is balanced and your physical body is taken care of as the first step. The fifth reason you can't stop emotionally eating is you're not even aware that you're doing it. This can look like you're eating and eating and eating and eating and all of a sudden you finish a whole pint of ice cream or three servings of food and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, why did I eat all of that? I didn't even want it. I wasn't even that hungry. And then you feel the feelings of guilt, shame, and regret. But the thing is, the reason you were most likely overdoing it on the food is because you weren't mindful or present and letting yourself experience your emotions. 
This may be positive or negative emotions. It could be just the food was so good and you haven't experienced pleasure in a long time, so you overdid it. Or on the other side of the spectrum, you were so bored and this was fulfilling your needs of excitement, but you weren't even aware you were emotionally eating until after the fact. This is really avoiding the problem because you're never really realizing that you're an emotional eater until one day it just clicks. But this might resonate if you're someone who struggles with bloating or excess weight, but you are eating healthy and clean and you just don't understand why. Maybe you're overdoing it because of your emotional eating and becoming aware that this is a problem is really the first step. Another problem with this is It's most likely the same reoccurring emotion that's underlying and causing you to emotionally eat because we are running on subconscious programming on autopilot. You might always emotionally eat out of boredom or always emotionally eat out of anxiety, but that underlying emotion is still stuck in you and it's never dealt with. So you might not even be aware of that and you're also not dealing with the very reason that it's happening. So it's kind of a two-folded problem right there. The sixth reason you can't stop emotionally eating is you haven't signed up to work with somebody and get help. Yep, calling you all out because... If you're here, you most likely haven't gotten the help to heal your emotional eating. And if you have, it hasn't gotten far enough. So this could look like someone telling you that self-love is the way to heal emotional eating, which is great. That's definitely a piece. But what about looking at how the brain works, how your subconscious programming works, What your limiting beliefs are, healing your inner child and your programming, when you haven't done all of that, there's still missing parts and things to heal. I know that it's so much easier to tell yourself that you can do it or you don't need to hire someone for help, but I promise you that When I started getting support in the areas that I needed it, everything shifted. Number one, you save so much time because you're not spinning your wheels. You have a roadmap handed to you and this person knows how to help you. The second part of this is you're actually saving money because you're not having these emotional eating binges and if you hire the right person then you're probably going to work on a lot of other areas in your life that need healing like when you heal through brain rewiring you end up becoming a different person you can 
just show up differently in your career and your relationships in so many ways that you're just helping yourself on all levels. When you work with somebody, you also get a completely different perspective. You are operating and seeing yourself through your very own lens. But when someone else is in the picture, they have a whole new set of eyes on the problem and can point out all of the gaps that you're not seeing and it just sheds light on all the areas that you're still struggling with and shifts the perspective of them so you can see them in a whole new way. You're able to have someone give you an unbiased perspective and show you what you're not seeing within yourself. They can also challenge you and support you and really reframe things from for you when you need it the most. Working with someone allows you to be held and be seen and be loved, but also it gives you space to grow because you're given that accountability and the support that so many of us really need. Also, Asking for help is a sign of strength, not weakness. Strong people ask for help. Strong people have mentors. Strong people know that they don't have all the answers and that someone else may actually have the answers that they need and they can ask for them. And that is a sign of courage and that is beautiful. So I'm going to end it there with the six reasons you can't stop emotionally eating. Like I said, there are more than six, but these are the top six that I've witnessed with myself and my clients. So if you heard this and you're like, yes, these are a few of the reasons that I can't stop and I'm ready to take action, and I'm ready to stop emotionally eating, then free from emotional eating is enrolling until April 13th. So you can make the decision to overcome emotional eating, rewire your brain, and ultimately feel free around food. I will leave the choice with you and all the information will be in the show notes. You can also DM me on Instagram at Get Well with Michelle. And if this episode was helpful, if you know someone that might need this information, please share it with a friend, post on Instagram and tag me so I can see it. And I'm sending everyone lots of love. I will see you next week.